Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This Actual Play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaosium. This Actual Play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your keeper, Keeper Rena, and tonight we continue our adventure in the Cthulhu Dark Ages setting with Never Meet Again by Adam Gauntlet. Our cast is uh, of nuns is up to some very uh, interesting shenanigans in the manor town of Ramsey. I'm sure everything is fine and nothing can possibly go wrong from here. Before we get to introductions, I'd like to say thank you to all of you, our listeners, and to you, especially the Patreon supporters. We literally could not do any of this without you. If you would like to support us on the Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash the old ways podcast. We appreciate you and everything that you do. And now some introductions to my right. This is Morgan. I play Sister Anne and it might be a werewolf. Maybe. It might be. You never know. And at the end of the table. Hey, it's Nate. I play Sister Margaret. And I'm sorry, Rena, I must correct you. We are up to some shenanigans. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. And last but not least. Hi, my name is Tegan, and I'm playing Sister Isabel, and I am very pure. Very, very pure of heart. And there's definitely not a ghost living rent-free in your brain. Definitely not. So, when we last left our nuns, they had just arrived at the cottage of the widow Carling, who's known to be the curse breaker of the village. She has not been seen in several days. You heard a voice calling you for to you for help, and Sister Anne, being the very helpful person that she is, opened the door to reveal a strange figure of an old woman, but with a snarling snout and long, dirty claw-like nails, her eyes glowing red. So why don't we have that sanity roll to start off this episode? I got an 80 out of 53. Okay. 62 out of 44. Doing great. I am 51 out of 70. So you just lose one point, Sister Isabel. But the other two. Yes, Nate, I'm very sane. Sister Anne, you lose six points of sanity. We'll come to you in a minute. And Sister Margaret, you lose three. So Sister Anne, let's have that intelligence roll as you are staring at this ungodly creature. We got a 55 out of 70. Oh, fantastic. We are having a bout. So, I'm going to roll and see what your bout is. Okay. Sister Anne, this is clearly a demon. The demon must be cast out of this woman. All right. She is clearly possessed. And that's going to last for five rounds. Do I get to act it out? You do. Sweet. 
all right. I, I turn around. I, I whip around behind me. I grab the Bible out of Sister Margaret's hands. Sister Margaret, we, <gasps> we must cast this demon from Widow Carlene. And I open it to the page that Father Godfrey had had it on. Mm-hmm. And I start saying the words in, in Latin. And every now and then I'll yell, be gone, demon. Be gone. So what you assume to be the widow Carling is now reaching out towards you. You can hear her say, for the love of God, help me. And then she snarls and she's reaching out towards you. And you can, the two of you who are not currently in a bout of madness can give me an insight roll. 35. And I have an insight of 35. It's a tie. Beautiful. Beautiful. I rolled a 94. I'm well, sure that is under my insight. <laughs> nope, my insight is 55. Mm-hmm. At least it's not a fumble. So, Sister Isabel, you're distracted by the voice in your head that is now yelling, cast out the demon! Cast it out! And then going back to mumbling in Latin again in the back of your head. So you're a bit distracted. Uh, but Sister Margaret, you see that this creature, whatever it is, she appears to be simultaneously trying to lunge for Sister Anne, who's out in front with these big, dirty claws. You can see the jaw slavering, almost as if hungry. But the other hand is clutching for dear life onto the table as if she's trying to stop herself. Sister, sister, she's she's in conflict with herself. Look at her. Look at her. And is there a broom or something in this peasant's cottage? Yes, there would definitely be a broom. And I'll take a broom, I'll grab a broom and I'll try and use it to fairly gently. I don't want to hurt her. In, in my head, I'm still like, oh, this poor lady. So I'll just sort of gently push against her with the broom. Look at her. She fights against it. She fights against it. Help her fight against it. Help. God, help me. And she starts snarling, but in between the snarling, you can hear this begging, this pleading for save me, help me. Dear God, so hungry. So, so hungry. And her hand that is holding the table is trembling. Can I look for a weapon? Yes. Give me spot hidden. Yay. See what you can find. Okay. All right. I have rolled a 35 out of shit. 30. Okay. I have failed my spot hidden check. Do you want to spend luck or push the roll? I'm going to spend five points of luck so I can find something better than a twig. Okay. So you spend the luck and you fight past the voice in the back of your head and you look over past this thing shoulder at the table and you see there's the carcass of what looks like a chicken and it looks like she was probably she was probably breaking it down because there's a carving knife stuck in it but it smells it smells like there's been a couple of days that this thing has been left out on the table it the stench is now hitting your nostrils as you are paying attention to anything other than the giant creature that looks like it's trying to eat Sister Anne. But there's a carving knife stuck in it. 
Oh, absolutely. I'll, t- I'll take the carving knife out of the smelly. Oh my God. I know exactly what rot rotten chicken smells like. Mm-hmm. I now have a, I have a, I have a, a knife and I will, I will waggle it in the general direction of this demon. And I will go, mm-hmm. I will, I will, I will bleed you for Christ. I will cut you open. I will expose your black bile to the world. Are you actually attacking her? I then I then I'm gonna do it. Okay, so give me a fighting brawl, and I'm gonna roll power for her. Go fighting brawlers! So Sister Anne is holding open the Bible and reading from it. Sister Margaret is trying to push at the thing with a broom, <laughs> screaming for help. Eight! I rolled an eight. I rolled an eight. You got a hard success. <laughs> okay. Yay. So this thing is going, uh, failed her power roll. So she is going to swipe at you in her fight back, but you got a hard success. So it's probably pretty good. Yeah. You beat her. So she swipes at you with the claw, but you managed to stab the knife through the hand and pull back before she can claw across your face. So a knife is going to be D4. Is there goo? Is there blood? There is blackish, brackish fluid coming out of her hand. Mm -hmm. So give me a D4. A D4? Okay. Four. Fantastic. She staggers back, and you can see all three of you can see briefly. There's a flash of humanity in her eyes. That red sort of retracts for a few moments. She, she, she did this to me. She, oh, God, God, oh, God, why, why did you let her do this to me? Oh, fight against the widow, 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 you, I could see you inside, I could see you inside, emerge, fight this. Sister Anne, Sister Isabel, can you see her? She's in there, she's in there, we can't kill her. It would be a sin. And I'm still yelling in Latin. I command you, unclean spirit, whoever you are, along with your minions, now attacking the servant of God, to leave. I would like a power roll from you, Sister Anne, as you are attempting this exorcism. I got a 95 out of 55. Well, not a fumble. Not a fumble. But... You can see that red flash is starting to come back. Because you must stop me. Stop me before... I have not eaten. I have not touched the flesh. But I don't know how long I can stop myself. Restrain me! Something, please! Dear God, I don't want to do this. I look for a rope. Or a sheet. Or a thing. Anything. Give me a spot hidden roll, yeah. 84. 84 over 55. Okay. You're looking around, but this cottage is fairly bare bones. There's a, there's a couple doors off to the right. Maybe she's got a bedroom or something back there, but you don't see a rope or anything in here. Keeper, might I push this roll? I will, of course, allow you to push the roll. How are you pushing the roll, dear sister? So, I've been holding this creature back, her, her, mm-hmm. her more vicious side which is attempting to maul sister Anne as I'm doing that I'm trying it's sort of ineffectual as I'm looking for something to 
tie her down. So I think that to push this raw, I'm going to put this broom down and I'm going to mm-hmm. advance on her, put my hands on her and actually try to hold her back okay. and try and reach and look around for something, something else. All right. Give me that push roll. And I do... Hey, 33. Fantastic. 33 under 55. You should be very glad you've passed that roll. Uh-huh. That was a a risky one. (laughs) So you see behind her, you couldn't see it before until you got up super close to her. There's a basket on the the chair, and it's got some apples and and things in it that look fresh picked. Uh, But there is a rope attached to the handle. You could probably, if you can reach around, you can probably pull that rope free. All right. Well, then I will definitely reach around the werewolf and grab the rope and then encircle the werewolf's girth with this rope and try and restrain mm-hmm. okay. restrain this peasant. So that will be what I will be working on. Okay. So give me a strength roll and I'm going to roll power for her. Miserable failure. 72. Oh my gosh, my strength is 60? I'm going to... I'll spend the luck. Good idea. Very good idea. (laughs) So... I'm a strong nun. You're the strongest bar nun. Sorry, that was terrible. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) So, you... That was excellent. That was not terrible. That was exceptional. Okay, so you go to tie her to the edge of the to the table leg, essentially, and you're and you're struggling a little bit because she's like her she appears to be growing larger as you're getting up and and putting this rope against her. Uh, but the good news is you passed your strength roll and she passed her power roll. So she is instead of attacking you, her other hand, the one that was reaching out towards Sister Anne grabs back onto the edge of the table so her back is now up against the table she's holding onto the edges with her hands and she's panting and you can tie her to that table leg <laughs> sisters look she she fights against it and she helps us she helps us restrain restrain her we must save this poor this poor widow she came she came didn't she what did she do what did she do? What is happening? Soul trying to exercise a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still. Give me another power roll. I want to help Margaret. Oh, while I'm getting a power roll from Sister Anne, you want to help Margaret? I do. Okay, you can do that fairly easily. How'd you do, Sister Anne? I got a 17 out of 55. Ooh, hard success. Nice. So with a final power of Christ compels you, you see her eyes clear from the red. Her jaw does not change. These long claw-like nails do not change. She is still something else, but she seems to have grappled onto her humanity again, whether through her own power or the will of the Lord, you're not sure. Uh, But she appears as human in her eyes as she can be at the moment. And she... leans back against the table, panting heavily, and that gruff tone is kind of gone from her voice for the moment. <sighs> Thank you. <sighs> oh, she gave me something. Just this this horrible oh, potion. Oh god, I'm so hungry. Oh god, forgive me. I'm so hungry. What is she doing in town? What has she done? 
She's looking at all three of you. She came for him, didn't she? Who, who came for him? Creature, she... She looked in the form of a woman, but covered scales, long, dank hair and claws, horrific jaw. I swear I saw webbed feet. She, she came, she came for him, for Frischel. She, oh, ah, she's. She said she would take him back, and she brought her horde with her. She said he promised he would serve, and she came to fulfill that promise. And she could not have me standing in the way. I could not stop her. I could not stop her. I could. She was stronger. So much stronger. And she taps one side of her head with one long claw as if mentally she wants him I know I know not why she wants him but she says he broke an oath she brought the dead with her where did you see this woman at? in the woods the claw stretches out towards the door you can see the hand is shaking now as if she's struggling again the, the dolman in the woods, she came. She came through the dolmen. She brought them with her. I was surprised. I, I could not... Oh. God, forgive me. I could not stop her. She made me this thing. This unholy abomination. She will not stop until she has him. And you can all make me an occult roll to see if you recognize the description. I mean, I have like a ton of occult. Well, I have I have good news and I have bad news. Okay, so the bad news is I rolled a 78. The good news is my occult's 80. <laughs> Thank you, ghost in your brain. Anyone else pass? I'm going to let... Sister Isabel's amazing occult carry mm -hmm. the day. So, Sister Isabel, it's actually thanks to the voice in the back of your head that you realize what the widow is describing because the ghost starts muttering the sea devil, the sea devil. And you remember stories that you've heard from peasants and sailors who would stop for shelter at the abbey uh, would tell these stories of their, their adventures. And there's this one creature that sailors in particular seem to fear. They call it the sea devil. And it's this massive fish-like creature with arms and legs that is said to seek out the company of humans to breed with them. And that they are powerful and strong and capable of dragging down ships, entire ships in the middle of the night. And that's what he says, and that makes sense. But something else is also striking a chord in your brain. The description of, of it looked kind of like a woman with this long hair and these claws, this additional sort of description. It sounds to you like a a benia, which is a 
Scottish folk legend of a woman who drowned or perhaps died in childbirth, you're not sure, who washes the clothing of those who are about to die. And the voice in your head goes, yes, yes, yes. There's something, yes, the devil's, the the devil woman. It is all, yes, unholy, unholy. I wish to relay this information to the rest of the group as best Mm -hmm. as I can from my memory. Okay. So as you are dealing with this struggling widow Carling, who's trying, looks like she's starting to have trouble controlling herself again, Sister Isabel's eyes go blank for a moment. And then she tells you about these two monsters or spirits that this description reminds her of. Well, it is something straight from hell. We must go kill it. And the widow Carling is thrashing about as she goes with the dead. She will bring the dead with her. I I had thought Father Godfrey could stop them. But if you're here, I suppose they're still here. Oh, God. She will come back tonight. She will come for him tonight if she has not taken him already. Gonna make another power roll for her. She arches her back as best as she can as she says she will come tonight. She arches her back and lets out this horrific, terrified scream that then turns into a growl. And she says, The love of God, kill me. (laughs) Kill me before I finish becoming whatever this is for the love of God. I've got her tied up, sister, and what do we do? This poor, this poor widow. I'm, I crave flesh. There's a chicken here, and I'm going to go grab the chicken and I'll push it up towards her. Just, there's a chicken. What about a chicken? You could have a chicken, widow. Her head whips around and her eyes are starting to glint red again. Uh, human flesh. I am unholy, sister. You must kill me, please. I am unholy. I cannot be buried on holy ground if you if I become this thing before you kill me. Please. I look for a knife. Well, Sister Isabel's got one. Oh. Yes, Sister Isabel. Hand me your knife. Take it off her hands. All right, so I'm going to make one final pow roll for her to see if the thing stops you. Nope. Her power's very good. So she twists her chest towards you. With your medical knowledge, Sister Anne, you're going to be able to essentially stab her through the chest. And her eyes look as the knife descends and she lets out this... (gasps) As you stab her, she lets out this thank you, and her body crumples. And you can see those strange features on her face settle, and the claws fall to the ground. You can smell the scent of death on her, but she is no longer struggling. I will, however, take a sanity roll from you for killing someone, Sister Anne. I get a 38 out of 47. 
Alright, so you're only going to lose one. This is not a mortal sin. You can tell yourself that. This was not murder. This was something unholy, something impure that had to be dealt with, and that's what you did. Yes, and after the last draw of breath comes from Widow Carlene, I'll lean down and whisper, May God have mercy on your soul. Oh my God, we murdered her! We murdered her! Oh my God, this is a mortal sin! We murdered this widow, this innocent converting into a thing. (laughs) Sister Anne, what have we done? What are we? What are we doing here? We are warriors of God, Sister Margaret, and you need to start acting like it. I didn't want to be a warrior. It is now getting on to early afternoon. You have a dead something that used to be the Widow Carling or was partially the Widow Carling. And in a few hours, you will begin your vigil at the church, should you still choose to do so. What would you like to do? Ooh, books. Books. Books made of paper in which we can wipe the blood off our hands onto. Murderer's blood. Oh, at Frizzall's family. Poor sister Margaret. So you wipe the blood off your hands, sister, uh, sister Anne. And you can all make your way carefully out of the edge of the woods, feeling like something, something's there, something's not right here. And Sister Isabel, it's particularly unsettling for you because now you know what or potentially what is here. And that voice in the back of your head is now babbling even further and louder and demanding that you cast out this demon from the village and just generally being a nuisance. But you make your way back into town and you head up towards the right. You can see the dilapidated manor house further away. And then there's a small cottage that was pointed out to you as Frigel's home. And there is black draped on the door for mourning. There's the sounds of someone talking inside, sounds like a young man. And then an older woman's voice responds, someone's clearly home. If Sister Anne lets me, I would have taken back the book, the Bible. And as we're walking, I'm reading, and I'm reading those same passages, those exorcism or those cast out passages and just my mouth going as I'm reading along and I'm sounding out the words as we approach this place. So you can read through the whole section on putting on the armor of God uh, and you can even flip back to the Gospels if you would like to to read the accounts of Christ casting out demons into a, a herd of swine and all these different accounts of demonic possession being ended through faith or through the power of God himself uh, as you're walking up to the cottage. Does anyone knock? Yep, I'm going to go ahead and knock. There's a moment of, of quiet and as if confusion, and then the door creaks open. You see a woman who looks to be in her probably early 40s, 
She's got long gold hair threaded with silver that is braided back behind her shoulders. And she looks exhausted, absolutely exhausted. There's bags under her eyes. Her forehead is creased with worry. She looks like she's been crying. And she looks up at at the three of you and then she quickly bows her head and says, Sisters, uh, welcome to my home. I suppose you're here about Gilbride. Uh, Please, please come in. I am Yonflid. Please. Thank you. Yes, we came to uh, try to bless and cleanse your house and whatever belongings that of his that remain. I I appreciate your godly efforts. And she gestures you inside. You see, there is a teenage boy, looks to be about 15 years old, uh, who's sitting in a corner. He's got a piece of paper that he appears to be scratching letters out on. He looks up as you come in. He's got the same golden hair as the woman does. Uh, And you see two younger boys. Uh, One of them looks to be about 11, the other one perhaps 9 or 10. And they've got little wooden swords and they are hitting each other with them back and forth, back and forth. And Ianfled looks mortified. Just, boys, boys, please, we we have holy visitors. Ah, I, I, I'm sorry, oh, sisters. Don't, don't. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The, the children need to play and pretend, and this is part of their development. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Don't, don't stop them on our account. She smiles tiredly. Hengist, Alfred, and they look up and they say, "Greetings, sisters!" In one voice, before they go back to hitting each other with the swords and. She, outside, outside with you, and shoes them out. And the older boy puts aside his paper and his quill, and he sits up and Ianfled uh, says, my oldest son, Okta. Uh, these are the sisters, Okta, who have come to lay your so- father's soul to rest. Uh, how may we be of assistance in this matter? We heard that he had spent many long hours collecting books and 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 reading perhaps by the fire. And and as you know, wherever somebody spends a significant period of time, um, a lot of a lot of intention and will can 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 be placed in those objects. And so we have come to um, try to bless and cleanse them. All three of you can give me insight rolls. 48 out of 55. Okay. 69 out of 5. Nice. 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 (laughs) How'd you do with your insight rolls, Sister Margaret? I got a 16 under 35, so I have a hard success. Nice. Okay, so with the... Because you got a regular success, Sister Isabel, I believe. With the regular success, you see that she doesn't seem super interested. Like, she just kind of gives a shrug when you mention the books and a shake of her head, like, oh, those. But Sister Margaret, you see the, the young man, the teenager, Okta, who's looked up from his scroll, startles a little bit. And then he looks at the ground 
in a slightly furtive and guilty manner. Octa, my 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 good boy, come come come, talk to us, talk to us. We're just friendly nuns from the local nunnery. What do you know about the books that we are looking for? I saw that I saw that look upon your face. Do, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Young boys have many looks upon their faces, and we see them all. Uh, uh, he looks at his mother, who just shakes her head in, in despair that he's been called out for something. His uh, father had many things he liked to read. The the village doesn't approve of, of book learning. They say it's only for, for the priests and, and the Holy Sisters. Uh, but he was, he was a learned man and he made sure all of us could read. Although the little boys don't care much. They'd rather go off and fight in a war somewhere. But I, I want to be a, a, a monk. I want to, to take orders and so I spent a lot of time with Father reading and, and learning. And uh, my Latin is very good. Uh, uh, Father Godfrey said my Latin was excellent. Um, but he told me to burn his books when he died. And oh my! And he looks under the corner of his eyes at his mother, and I didn't do that. I'll look up at the mother. Do you, do you know why he would have wanted to burn his books? None of us know where he came from. I, I'm from the village, and he, when he came here, must be 15, 16 years ago, he came from far away, and he brought the books with him. And he never let me touch them. Not that <laughs> I can read. Reading is not my place. Dangerous things, book learning. I had no interest. I didn't think he let the boys read them. And Okta holds up his hands like, no, 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 no. He didn't let me read them either. But he was so secretive. And he said they were dangerous. Oh, he sounds like a wonderful man. He's protecting you from... Yes. The dangers that might be within these books he had. He was a strong father and a good man. And... Very, very good protector of the village and our family, whatever his past might be. Akta, I too am really good with Latin, as you might expect. I would love to see some of these books that your father thought would need to be burned. And of course, you know, he, bless his heart, he is with God, his already passed on and this is this is why we are here to better understand him and what he brought into this world so if that would be okay with you for you to show me that i would love we would love to see what exactly is going on here and he looks at his mother and she nods very sternly at him and he scurries off towards the back of the cottage into one of these rooms. It's got it's just got a curtain hung over it. There's no door into this other room. And you hear him rummaging rummaging around in something. And Jan Fled looks at the three of you and shakes her head and says, Oh children <sighs> At least Gilbride approved of Octa wanting to be a monk. 
didn't want our children leaving. Oh, I will never understand the actual experience of children, but it sure does look a mess of a life. And ma'am, I give you all of my praises for what you must do now, raising these children without the father. Heingist says he wants to go to sea. Perhaps now he will, since his father's not here. Oh, I've never, I've never actually experienced salt water. Something that came up earlier today. It did? That's strange. We don't have any salt water here. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to look at Sister Anne and just sort of give a, give a, my eyebrows will rise a little bit. No salt water here. No. Did your husband ever talk about insert name a creature here? Sounds strange. Um, it might be one of the a, a, a person or, or something from his homeland. It's very strange. And she shivers and she, you see she makes the sign of the cross over herself. I don't like the sound of it. Does it have something to do with water? She looks back and forth between the two of you like she's trying to make a connection between these two conversations. Yes. He was afraid of of the ocean. Of the sea. Does that mean anything to you, sister? She says, looking at you, Isabel. Well, of course. The, you know, the sea is, is, is a dark and foreboding place. I just wanted you to know we've heard tales of, of, of some dark creature from beneath the waves that may have been uh, 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 plaguing the villages Benia. This is what we have heard of. Octa pokes his head out from behind the curtain. He's got a couple of books under his arm and some papers in one hand and he says, Father wrote about that. Oh good, you should show us. He waves the papers. <laughs> And his mother just looks at him, just, what are you? She doesn't say it out loud, but you get that general feeling of what is wrong with you, child. And he scurries out and he looks a little abashed, but he hands you, Sister Margaret, the books and the the papers and says, "Uh, I I only started reading them yesterday. Uh, I I started with the papers and and he, he, I haven't read all of them. They made my head hurt, but... Probably good. That's probably good, child. You don't want to overexert yourself, especially on unknown and possibly dangerous materials. Um, and I'll grab whatever he's brought and I'll, I'll take a look. Okay. So he passes you the two tomes. One of them is a text in Latin called the Beatus Methodivo. You're not quite sure what that is. And then there's the other text, which is also in Latin, and it's what it translates to is essentially the Black Tome, which is a bit of an ominous title. What are are these books bound in? What do they look like? Leather. What else would they be bound in? just leather? Just leather? Oh, okay. Pleather. I mean, you, you're you not the, the medical person here, so as far as you can tell, it's just leather. I don't have enough sand left to deal with that. 
saving up that sand for the end game, huh? All right. And then the papers that he hands you, there's some some loose papers in very scratchy quill. They're in Gaelic, French, and Latin. All these some of there's entire sentences that'll be in Latin. There's a couple that are in English. And then there's a whole paragraph that'll be in Gaelic and then one sentence in French and then all of a sudden he's back to Gaelic. There's a whole bunch of things going on here. But you can give me a Latin roll to read them if you would like. Or at least to skim, which you can... I would. Mm-hmm. Oh, child. These these papers might be might be beyond you. Might be something you don't want to put into your young little head. Oh, yes. 21. What was my Latin? Oh, 61. Fantastic. I would. Rena, if if there was any reason, I would spend luck to make it extreme down to 12, but I have a hard success. Okay. So I'll give you something extra if you spend it. I will happily spend it. That's what I got. I got 30 luck. That's like, this isn't a pulp game. Yeah. So much luck. I think Sister Anne has like five luck, so I'm going <laughs> to spin this down like, like nuts. Okay. So you spend the luck. You take a few moments to read. You read that he, uh, these appear to be his personal notes on things he's read in the tome, and he's all writing about this Benia. This phrase gets repeated over and over, no matter what language it's in. And the first skim that you do, he appears to be talking about how the, there's this legend that if you can capture the Benia, you can get her to give you all the information she has about dark secrets, about strange supernatural things, and that he was intending to catch her and learn everything that she could tell him. For it is well known she will tell all if a man be bold enough to wrestle her. And that perhaps strikes you slightly as, as remembering the story of Jacob wrestling with the angel back in the Old Testament. And just a little, perhaps, a demonic parallel there. He was seeking after knowledge he shouldn't be seeking. And as you're reading through and you're picking up more things, uh, these fragments, these few sentences here and there, he writes about how his brother and his and two of his cousins drowned and his writing becomes more erratic when he's writing about this and he says it should have been me why would she take this from me why would she take them they died in my place she took them i wish to god I had never laid hand on her. Well, it does sound like we may have have a case of fucking around and finding out. <laughs> thou has fucketh around and thou has foundeth out. <laughs> so that is what you, you learn from his, his notes. You gather that one of these tomes probably has more information on this creature, likely why he kept them, but it would take you a very long time to study. So I'll shoo the child away. Thank you, child. Oh, I think you should probably practice some more of this 
the sword's craft against your brothers or when I'll shoo the child away so that I can mm-hmm. relay all of this information outside of the child's earshot. But I will happily recount this within the wife's earshot if she wants to stay. I'm not going to try and shield her. It was her husband, after all. It's definitely disturbing, and she crosses herself again. She's been crossing herself quite a bit over this entire uh, afternoon's conversation. But can you... Can you free his, his soul from this this creature so that he may if not heaven to purgatory was there anything in the books about how to how others have captured her or tried to capture her i don't know are we looking in one of the strange tomes sister margaret oh i'm going all in on okay. this stuff heck yeah i spent my luck i got my extreme i'm opening my mind's eye wide to the glories of these all right, so you open the black tome and start flicking through to see what you can pick up about perhaps what might stop this creature or or how you can capture her. And uh, why don't you give me a pow roll? 43. Let me find my pow. Ha <laughs> ha, 45. Two under my pow. And now you're going to roll sanity for me. Damn it. <laughs> I thought I'd I thought I'd gotten away from your trap. Oh no. Uh, oh no, 50. 50. Oh no, my rolled 50 over 41. 50 over 41. Okay. So let me roll your sand loss here. You lose three points of sand. As these strange images begin filtering into your brain as you are flicking through this book. There are horrific drawings, nothing so beautiful and delicate as the illuminations you make in scrolls and manuscripts back at the convent, nothing like the beauty of what is displayed in this Bible that that you were holding. These are demonic, depicting acts that are unnatural, and they burn themselves into your brain. But you do manage to find some pieces on the Benia, and this is why passing the power roll was a good thing in one way, you learn that the the way to capture her and learn things from her is to essentially wrestle with her. If you can lay hold of her and you can prevent her from escaping your grasp, then you can make a demand of her. And if you wish, you can ask her to reveal what she knows. But you also learn, you also learn she's weaker on holy ground, on consecrated ground. Like many demonic creatures, she is worse off on holy ground and may have difficulty entering the church. The text is unclear as to whether or not she is kept out of the church completely. Although the fact that the there's two bodies in the church, uh, may indicate she can, but she's much, much weaker and therefore should be easier to fight. She's also psychically very strong, but she can potentially be fought through the power of the Lord. Well, hallelujah. Let's go hunt her down. And I'm I'm relaying all of this as I'm doing my translations. I'm deep into the Black Tome and I think 
My right hand has gone to my forearm on my left. And as I'm reading some more and translating some more of these thicker, more esoteric paragraphs, I'm digging my arm, my fingernails in. And when I'm done reading this, my right hand is just bloody from the marks and the furrows that I've pulled up out of my own left forearm as I've been reading this. And I recall back to, I have a nervous tick when I'm illuminating that is just sort of a, 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 a light touch. And this is not a light touch. This is, I have dug in and reading this and recounting this has impacted poor Sister Margaret, for sure. Eonfled looks confused and says, so... so- Sisters, you can you can save him from this foul creature, yes? Through the power of the Lord? Yes. Sister Isabel, you hear in the back of your head, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm going to repeat that to everybody around me. I'm just going to be like, yeah, be, be strong in the power of our Lord and, and in his might. Everything. I want to sound exactly as convincing as Sister Anne when it was like, we can we can save the soul of your departed husband. Yeah. What's the plan? Are we going to lure this evil being, Satan's spawn, Beelzebub's babe, to the church? It is getting on towards dusk at this point. It did take a little time to read what you could in the book and the notes. So So we need to go sit in the church and watch somebody try to take the body. I feel like that's what the, the keeper's saying. You don't no, no, have no, that's to. What we, that's what we planned on doing from the beginning. That's true. That was our mission. Eonfled offers to pack up an evening meal for you and send some candles should you need some extra light in the church. Because there will be some candles there, but more can't possibly hurt. More candles. So you head off back to the church. And the thing you notice as you're going back towards the church now that the sun is setting is that there is no one out on the streets. There's no chickens running around, no small children playing, no one watching you with curiosity as you make your way to the church. It feels empty. You might catch the occasional glimpse of just a flick of a curtain at a window and then close, but everyone has deserted the streets as you make your way back towards the church. When you make your way inside, you trudge through the cemetery, back up into the church itself. It's eerier now that the sun is setting. Light coming through the windows is harsh to your eyes instead of comforting. No soft sunset glow. It's colder in here now without the warmth of the midday sun. The bodies are lying on their slabs. It doesn't smell of death. It just smells of salt. What do you do? To set up for your evening. Yeah, do you want to like... Should we bar the door? Do we want the thing to come through the door? Well, we want to capture her. Is there any like trap doors or anything around? There's no trap door, but there is a door leading down uh, into what you assume is a crypt. 
we could lure her there and trap her in there. Somebody may have to sacrifice themselves for our God. Well, surely all of us would love to do that. We should draw straws. No, 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 no. There's got to be a way for all three of us to live. Is there um, any, do they do torches or anything? Yeah, there would be sconces for torches. Be lit for d- dark services. Is there any, like, in available in their in their holders or? I'm going to be a kind keeper and say yes. <gasps> Thanks. Is there any holy oil around? <laughs> okay, that's a group luck roll. <laughs> I got this. Hold on. Let's see. We got a girl under 20. All right. Fuck. 24. So close. So close and still so far. So there is regular oil. There is no holy oil and you would need a priest to be able to bless it because being nuns, you don't have the power to bless things. Because we're women. Because you're women. No power. Uh, We're cursed with original sin. Sure, I'll try to. I'll pour some of the oil on the uh, on the torch and try to light it. Yep, you can get the torches lit. As you light the torches, the moonlight of the rising moon becomes apparent as it streams in through the windows, casting an eerie glow over the stones and on your pale faces. And there is a loud moan, and then a. Uh, Who's there? And it appears to be coming from the corpse of Frigil. Okay, I'm going to go rush over to that body. His eyes are still open, as they were when you came in uh, earlier this morning. He's not moving, but he appears to almost look at you. You see the eyes move slightly. Why are you here? Where am I? Oh, God, he's not dead. He's not dead. Oh, he's asking questions. I am dead. And he starts babbling something in a language you don't understand. Oh, well, I don't understand this language. The other two of you hear this, by the way. You're in the same room. You can't miss it. I think we should go back to putting stones in his mouth and wrapping him in chains. Do we understand the language, or it's... To you, Sister Margaret, it, it sounds like Gaelic. Mm. And then he's speaking in what sounds like French. And now he's in Latin. And then he switches back into English. Just talking, babbling on about the dark. And the waves. And she is coming. Who are you? What do you want? Frigil, Frigil, did you... Oh, you poor, you poor man. Did you... Did you wrestle with her? Did you hold her down? Did you succeed? Yes. May God forgive me. Frigil, my poor... My poor boy. Why is it you can't die? Is this part of... Is this what you won? Is this... Is this what it grants you? This... This undying life she she told me everything I asked for and I wish to God she had not I know what sleeps beneath the oceans what crawls out of the sea to breed with man and why they do so there will come a day 
When men rue their ignorance, which will mean the downfall of the kingdoms of man and more besides, heaven itself shall be rent asunder. O God in heaven, she will not let me die. I wish to. She will not let me. Oh, sisters, it's so horrible. Sisters, this poor man. I think at this point I'd like a sanity roll for the talking to a dead man thing. Is that both of us, or...? That's all three of you. Oh, Because okay. you can all hear the corpse talking. I did pass this one. Oh. Eight. Okay. How'd you do, Sister Anne? I get a 93 out of 46. Okay, so if you passed, you only lose one. And Sister Anne, you are going to lose three. I am one away from indefinite... She, she, she would not let me. I, I, I tried mortal sin to end things from what I know. I cannot, and she would not let me. She drowned them instead. Their deaths are on my soul. There will be no heaven for me. He's not moving at all. It's just his voice coming from his body. Oh, his lips aren't moving either? Nope. Oh, hell. His soul is stuck in this body and can't pass on. So, Sister Isabel, I'd like you to make me a power roll. I have managed to roll a two. Fantastic. You win. So you you hear the voice in the back of your head and you start to feel something struggling. You feel your hands moving and your mouth opens of its own volition as if to speak. And you wrest control of your body back from this spirit. Ungodly power is here, muttering in Latin in the back of your head again. Frigil, what did you do, man? I've got the voice of the pastor guy in Mm -hmm. my head. The priest, yes. Okay. Well, he he wrestled a fish, lady. That's what he did. He wrestled the fish, lady, and got the secret of eternal shit, shitty, shitty eternal life. Like not not a good kind of eternal life, because he wrestled the fish, lady. I we know I know what I know what he did. Do you say that out loud, or are you saying that in your yeah, head? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I say that out loud. Yeah. You hear Frigel's voice saying yes. I f- and I fled her. I thought she couldn't find me here. But when I died, she trapped my soul. I have fought her these three nights. But I fear. And you hear a groan. I can't move my body. I fear this is the end for me. Unless you can save, save me from her. She will take me. Oh, I don't know. I, th- I mean, honestly, if she takes you, then the town doesn't have to worry about you flopping around and walking around at night. Or if she doesn't take you, then then, then maybe you, you can finally die and pass on. Honestly, at some point, someone's going to have to take you because, you know, like they say, uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Sister Isabel, have some compassion for this dead man. So now that you've gone through this, what do you want now? Did you get what you were looking for? 
I got too much. I wish only yeah. to be released from this, whatever this is. Okay, so we're going to have to compel him with the power of Christ. Sister Isabel, just uh. simmer down for a second. <laughs> I'm feeling very uh, emboldened by the spirit world as a prophetess and, mm-hmm. and, and having uh, the word of God within me. So I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just here to support. I'm just here to support. <laughs> and you are appreciated, child. But, Mr. Frajal, can you tell us how we can capture the Bania so that you may rest and go be with God, our Father, in heaven? Hopefully. This is the last night she will attempt. If you can hold her back, she... she must leave. She cannot operate in the day. She must wash the clothes of those about to die in the river all day. She can only come at night. And I believe if she cannot take me tonight, she will. She will give up. Or you can take her knowledge for herself, for yourself, if you wrestle her. I would not, were I you. She knows many things, but at what price? God in heaven. So should we hide you somewhere? So she it's harder to reach you? Because I feel like on the slab here, you are open season. Perhaps she was not able to enter the church the last three nights. I don't know if she will be able to this evening. I pray not, but I don't know if God hears my prayers anymore. He hears your prayers, child. That's why we are here. You can all give me listen rolls. 47 out of 55. I got a 47 too. We're twinsies out of 45. Morgan, or sister Anne, did you get a 47? I did not. I got a 63 out of 25. So... Sister Isabel, you're the only one who hears this. You hear what sounds like unshod horses' hooves clipping their way up through the cemetery. And you hear the shuffling of many feet. Yeah, that doesn't sound like sloppy fish sounds. Okay. Someone is here. Many someones. Sister, sister, don't you... It sounds like, yeah. Why is there so many? Is this the town? It's the town coming. We should we should get him into the crypt, like he said. Maybe it's a trick. It's a trick from this infernal force. No, I agree. We should get him into the crypt. Let's 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 do that. Okay, so you start carrying the body into the crypt if someone else helps. I got a strength sixty and a size sixty-five. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll just carry this whole fool with me, just alone. Okay, so you carry carry him on on your own because you are a big, strong woman and you are able to do so. I'm you don't need no man. Big, strong nun. I don't know. I don't need no other nun. I don't need no none. Nuns need to be helping me. None nuns, just me. All that nonsense. All right. So you pick up. 
you pick up Frigel's body and you carry him and he's now babbling in French and then in Gaelic his mind seems to be wandering as you carry him down into the crypt the crypt is cold and dark as you would expect there are multiple coffins laid out essentially these stone coffins for the wealthy who've been buried here before previous priests but also lords of the manor and whoever else might be buried down here not that you need to know that and you can lay Frigel out somewhere on the ground or you can lay him on top of one of these coffins probably a coffin would be better considering sanctity of a corpse but you can lay him out safe for the moment from whatever's happening upstairs what are the other two of you doing you Isabel pointed out the noises so now you can hear them sister Anne sister Margaret has taken Frigel's corpse downstairs into the into the crypt yeah I am going to try to push some if there's chairs strewn about, I will go try to push them up against the doors to the church to hopefully hold them back just a minute. (laughs) The two of you start going to move some of these pews. The problem is they're heavy, very heavy, and Sister Margaret, who's the strongest one of the two of the three of you, is downstairs at the moment. And before you can maneuver one of these into position across the stone floor, the door starts to creak open. And you see, silhouetted in the moonlight, are three corpses. They're dressed in rags. Their clothes are, these rags are hanging off them. There's dirt all over their bodies. They look like they've just perhaps climbed out of their graves. Their heads are lolling off to the side as if they have poor control over their bodies, but they have pushed these doors open. And you can see past them are three older looking corpses. These look more animated. They look like they've been dead for a lot longer, but they move with more agility than the three who are pushing open the door. And you see a massive horse, black horse with gleaming red eyes and a saddle and bridle made of iron. And seated on that saddle, is the creature described to you by the widow Carling. This woman with the scales of a fish, long, lank, black hair, webbed feet and hands. You can see her hands grasping the reins and the webbing between them. And you can see this cold hunger in her fishy eyes. Sand roll for the two of you. Aren't you glad you're not up here, Sister Margaret? Nine to three. Okay. Over 68. How'd you do, Sister Anne? I got a one out of 43. Okay, critical success. Uh, So take an immediate five points of luck. Take just one point of sanity loss with that critical. And uh, Sister Isabel, you're going to lose five. Oh, Give me that intelligence roll as your mind struggles to grasp what is happening. Luckily, my intelligence is subpar. Shit. Yes. I've had one bright thought in this dim little head, and I have rolled a 32 under a 45 intelligence. So your mind grasps how unnatural and unholy this is. And I'm actually going to do a custom thing here for your bout. 
which is that the voice Godfrey in the back of your head is going to make a power roll and in your bout you do not get to contest this this is essentially going to be a bout of violence which is what I rolled but it's not you it is not you attacking it is Godfrey who takes control of your limbs and starts running towards the zombies and he is screaming for the glory of God in the back of your head so I did roll violence for your bout. Flavor text is it's Godfrey because he's possessing you. That's fine. He chose the worst body for this. I have a strength <laughs> of 35. Like my damage bonus is negative one. Here's how we're gonna do this. So the creature comes riding up and you can see the two of you who are here. She looks surprised to see the two of you there. You can see a, a genuine look of surprise on this fish woman's face. And she looks past you towards the slab and she looks b- back at you and says, Where is Frizal? Give him to me. Why, Frizal has gone home to our lord. His soul is owed to me. He is an oath breaker. You can't have him. Why would you protect someone such as him? Oathbreaker, kinslayer, mortal sin upon his soul. Everybody makes mistakes. Oh, fantastic. You will not give him to me? No, and you will leave from this place. Now, you foul beast. She raises her hand and the three older looking zombies, the more dexterous looking ones, starts shambling forward. It is now your turn, Sister Margaret. You went down into the crypt with Frijal. You hear some noise upstairs. I'll just bounce upstairs and I'll throw open the door. I'll say, sisters, I've placed the ah! as I see a fish creature upon a horse and zombies have invaded the frickin' church. Yep, give me that sand roll. Oh no, 92. What am I at? Oh no, my sanity's 37. 90, well, no, that's fine, but still, 92. Well, your sanity's mm. now 32. As you lose so five that's of not sand. great, because I needed to lose zero to not be indefinitely insane, So I, but I've instead lost five. So you're mm. going to have a break with reality, essentially. Mm-hmm. I, my head has been filled mm-hmm. from the, the black tome and mm-hmm. the child and the conversation with the wife and everything and conversation with dead people, mm-hmm. corpse skin or whatever. And I think I need to wrestle. So in my head, I believe this bout might be a, I need to lay hands and wrap my hands around this thing, wrestling, obsession. This is the only way Mm-hmm. for me to regain favor with the Lord. And also, I'm pretty sure Sister Anne, when she sees me do this, is going to be super impressed. She's going to be so impressed with you. Oh, All right. Finally. You are going to run towards the Benia on the horse, and we will see what happens when you get there. So, uh, Sister Isabel, what are you going to attack? Are you going to attack the creature on the horse or are you attacking a zombie? 
Oh yeah, this fish this fish girl gonna catch these hands. Let's go. Okay. Do you think you would have brought your knife with you? Oh, I brought the knife with me. I almost um, tied the knife to a stick so I could get some reach. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Um, nope, just a knife. All right, so give me that fighting brawl roll. And your skill is now 45 in fighting brawl because you are being possessed by Godfrey. I mean, possessed by someone who's better at this than me? Yes. Eight? Again? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I fumbled. So uh, she goes to swipe at you with those long claws, those dirty looking claws of hers, and she ends up falling off the horse. Yeah, it's more than one way to skin a fish. Just as you lunge in with the knife and you stab into her chest. So give me that D4. Doing that D4. I rolled a one. one. (laughs) So it's more like you cut across her chest and the scales kind of soak up some of the damage as you stab at her. But at least, hey, she's off the horse now, so she's easier to get to, right? So you have now removed her from the horse and Godfrey is yelling loudly in the back of your head, praising Jesus and saying the sword of the Lord uh, and all, all sorts of things very loudly. It's hard to hear yourself think. You're only going to be in this bout for one more round. So we'll see how that goes. And Sister Anne, you just saw Sister Isabel run up swipe at this creature. The creature falls off the horse and you see Sister Isabel's knife almost make a cut across the chest. And then you see Sister Margaret come running up on the other side towards the creature and there are zombies starting to shuffle. What do you do? Am I still carrying my torch? Absolutely. Fantastic. I am going to run up to the Benia and take the torch flame first and stab it down. I mean, because she fell, right? Off the horse? Yeah, she fell. Laying mm-hmm. down as she... Has she assumed the position on her back? <laughs> she has fallen on her back, yes. Great. So I'm going to take the torch and I am going to stab it straight into her as best I can. <laughs> you're going to do some, some damage regardless, but give me a strength roll to see what you're able to manage with this torch. Oh, my strength is 35. This is going to be phenomenal. 31 out of 35. Nice. Okay. So you shove this torch down at her and her hair catches on fire as you manage to hit all the way to her chest. And she lets out a horrific scream as she starts to burn slightly. Roll me a D6. Get a two. Okay. Okay, so she doesn't seem to like that. But she's not catching on fire as much as you would hope. A zombie is now going to try and throttle you, Sister Anne, from behind. You feel these cold, brittle fingers wrapping themselves around your throat. And so you can give me a fight back or a dodge as this zombie is trying to, to strangle you, essentially. I'll give you a dodge. Okay. And that's gonna be a 79 out of 25. Okay. I got a hard success. So you are going to take 
four points of damage. And this creature's skeletal bony hands are now tight around your throat and you are essentially grappled as it is squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. And you can feel sharp shards of bone cutting into your flesh. Great. I'm talking Sister Margaret. Okay. So the creature, the Benia, is going to look at you, Sister Isabel, and is going to essentially try and engage in psychic combat with you. Make me an opposed power roll as you start to hear a banshee-like scream inside your brain. 58 under seven, do wait, power of 70. Mm-hmm. Okay, so regular success. So I'm going to make a roll for Godfrey to see if he can augment you. He can. All right, so your regular success now becomes a hard success and you hear him chanting things in Latin. This time you can't understand what he's saying, but you get the gist of uh, some kind of exorcism, perhaps, or, or some protection. And this scream in your head dies away and she starts picking herself up off the floor. Her eyes are glowing and she looks mad. So Sister Margaret, I think I am single-minded in my obsession. I mean, I'm in a bout. Yep, and you so are in a bout. I beeline to the extent that I can on mm-hmm. Benia, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and wrap my arms around her okay. and squeeze and hold on tight. We're going to have an opposed strength roll. See if you can grapple her. Her scales are slimy, and she smells of dead fish and the ocean. Mm. I had a normal success, 52 under 60. Okay. She also has a normal success. Would you like to push that roll or spend some luck? Oh, it would be one more than I have. Oh. I have 21 luck. I would need 22. Oh. So I would like to push that roll. Please push the roll. Tell me how you're, mm-hmm. how you're pushing this. So it doesn't quite... Let's see, it doesn't quite work. I am going to push off, because if I recall, Sister Anne was also somewhat engaged in this this brawl, right? Mm-hmm. And so I am going to, you know, I try to wrap my arms around her and it doesn't work. And I am going to pull my legs up and I'm going to kick off of Sister Anne and try to get a little bit of leverage on this fish creature through the application of the forbidden physics mm-hmm. that as a nun in the dark ages I am not allowed to even know exists. <laughs> All right. Give me that push roll. This is going to be great. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 43 out of 60. Still a normal success. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, So as you go to kick off of Sister Anne, the problem is there is not enough grip on the floor for your other leg. And so you go to kick off Sister Anne, you slip, you fall, and your head cracks back onto the pavement. And she is going to essentially put one of those massive webbed feet on your chest to hold you there. Uh, And you're going to take 
two points of damage from cracking your head on the on the paving stone. I'm seeing stars. Give me Frijal and I will leave you alone. It is only him I seek. Sister Isabel, you are out of your bout. You have control of your body again. There is a zombie that's holding on to Sister Anne and strangling her. Uh, Sister Margaret is being pinned to the floor by the Benia. And there is a skeletal horse. Looks like it's about it's breathing smoke at the moment. Well, then I'm about to save you from a fish apocalypse, and I'm going to bring this knife to bear on that scaly hide. Okay. So give me the fighting brawl. She's going to fight back. 18. All right. Is that a hard success? It's under half. Okay. So you win. Uh, so roll your d4 damage. Going to take a chunk. Going to make some sushi. It's a one. Okay, <laughs> so you go to s- slice this essentially across her chest again. You lunge forward, and it does not seem to bother her in the slightest. You just hear clink, 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 clink as y- it hits across her scales. Sister Anne, you are being strangled. If you would like to break out of this, you're going to make me an opposed strength roll. I sure do want to break out of this. I would hope so. <laughs> And I'm totally not going to with my 98 out of 35. That is a fumble. So you're going to take max damage from this thing strangling you as you... Because the thing is, you attempt to break out, but the problem is you end up pushing your throat further into those bony fingers. So you are going to take five points of damage. That puts me at zero. Give me a con roll. Ooh, I got an 18 out of 45. Hey, you are still conscious somehow, which is probably a good thing for you. So you are not doing super well as you are still being strangled by this thing. All right. And uh, it's now its turn. So you can give me a fighting brawl or a fight back since you're still conscious, but it's going to have advantage because it's grappled you. Good luck. Um, I got a 55 out of 25. All right. And I got a hard success. So you are going to take a further five points of damage. Let's me at a negative five. The rest of you see these skeletal hands creak and crack. And then you hear a horrible crunching sound as Sister Anne's body goes limp. And the skeleton unceremoniously drops her to the ground. It is now the creature's So the creature is going to... The Benia is going to uh, look down at you, Sister Margaret. Say, I will give you all the knowledge you could want if you will give him to me. He belongs to me. What about... What do you think about a 50-50 roll here? Always encourage it. All right. I am going to roll, and if I roll under 50, I am Mm -hmm. tented by this demonic influence, and I will tell them exactly where the body is. So let's see what we get. (laughs) So I've got one die, and it has a zero and a zero on it, and I got another die that has a one on it. So, wow. I've never been more tempted and more... 
I've never wallowed in the infernal presence of the demonic more than this moment here. It washes over me. I've got this foot pressing on me. I've just watched the, the I wouldn't say the terror of my life, mm-hmm. but Sister Anne was definitely a presence mm-hmm. in my experience. I just watched Sister Anne be destroyed by this thing and I, I I put him in the I put him in the crypt he's in the crypt he's he's just through the I, his body's down there he's in the crypt I'll get him for you I'll get him for you I'll get him bring him to me and I will give you all the knowledge you could ever seek I'll do that I'll do that I'll do that I have so much knowledge I want and I will twirl around and I will crawl towards the door all and right. I've just seen how futile my hits have been. So I guess I'm going to slump to my knees. We'll go into cinematic mode. Sister Margaret, you step over the corpse of poor Sister Anne. The zombies and skeletons step aside to allow you passage. You go down into the crypt to retrieve the corpse of Frigel, who begins screaming in terror once you carry him out of the crypt and he sees what's waiting for him. And the Benia reaches out her hands to take the body from you. She slings him over the saddle, this iron saddle, and you can hear him screaming and the smell of burning flesh hits your nostrils as this burning iron catches him full in the chest. And she turns to look at you and says... Your wish is granted. And she reaches out, she puts her hands around your head, and she begins to whisper. And Sister Isabel, to you, this just looks like a brief moment of this creature putting her hands on Sister Margaret's face. But for Margaret, it for you, it's it's an eternity. As all these images and these songs and these whispers come flooding into your brain. And you're going to lose 11 points of sanity, but you will gain 11 Cthulhu Mythos as you learn the lore and the songs of the Deep Ones. And the Benia jumps up into the saddle. Frijal's draped across it in front of her. She nods at you. She laughs at you, Sister Isabel. Just this deep chuckle. And she turns... And she rides away out of the cemetery. You can see she slows down slightly going through the consecrated ground. And then she makes it out. And the zombies walk to their graves, settle themselves in where they've just dug themselves out of just a short time before. The skeletons of Frigel's family follow after their mistress as they ride away out of sight, leaving the town of Ramsey forever, leaving Sister Isabel with the knowledge she was unable to help her friends. Sister Margaret, your mind is changed and shattered forever, knowing that everything you believed was a lie and that there are worse things in this world that you could have ever dreamed of, as your nights will be haunted by the sound and smell of the sea. 
And that is where we will end this session. Thank you all for joining us and for listening to our playthrough of Never Meet Again. Thank you to my wonderful cast. And we hope you will all join us next time for our next Cthulhu adventure. Thank you, and good night.